Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast. My name is Louie. My name's Preston. We're recording once again, live from the trap Whoa. house. Louie's throwing money all over the place. Yeah, you never know what I'm going to do. We there. out here, continuing the bit of being a visual medium while also being yeah. really only an auditory medium. Doing things that will only be enjoyed by the people in this studio. Which today is me, Preston. And the axolotl. Yeah. Those are the only always living watching. beings around. He's always watching. So, I'm going to start off with this. How are you doing today, Preston? Solid. How was I the woke weekend? up, had a donut, two cups of coffee, you know. Where's the donut from? Uh, it's like a Mexican bakery donut. So, it was basically a croissant folded in half with custard in between. So fucking good. Hell yeah. Um, the Mexican bakery goes stupid. I'm a crispy cream guy. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a that's very so, basic bitch. That is so donut. Bland. At least I you know. didn't say Duncan. Dunkin Duncan's pretty ass. mid. Duncan's Duncan pretty donuts mid. are straight sugar. If it was all I had, I would eat one. I'm but. a yeasty donut kind of guy. You know, I feel like I just I feel like I that's love. Duncan. No, <laughs> no. It's not because it's fucking dry and not sugary. It's yeastier than fucking. Uh, no, there's cakey donuts and then there's yeasty donuts. So cakey donuts are like dense. You know, shit you choke on uh, type donuts. Yeah. Always powdered sugar or some shit like that. No, I want like a bubbly, pull a party kind of donut. Krispy Kreme's solid, but I feel like we just have so many good donut options in, in Louisville that I could never just be like, I guess I'm getting Krispy Kreme. The only time I, last time I've been there was for fucking uh, free donut day. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did that too. One free donut is worth waiting in a line for. I'll tell you what though. When it's just like the plain ass glazed donut, yeah, who the fuck wants that, bro? That's my question. You yeah. know what I go there for is the fucking donut that's glazed with chocolate on it and sprinkles on it. Yeah, them shits are hitters. It's that okay for me? That like a Nesquik is core childhood nostalgia. Uh-huh. Like put me in front of a TV with that. And, you know, on a morning where you sleep in, it's, it's hidden. I, I feel right with the universe yeah. those were always in the, a moment like that. Those are always the best days where... Yeah. Because my parents never got me fucking donuts or no shit like that, so it would be a very special occasion. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? Yeah, let's we're just out get, and about for no let's reason. Get let's get donuts. a fucking donut. Yeah. Shit like that was always amplified when you were a kid. Yeah. Just like the McDonald's thing. Yeah. When facts. you would get a Mighty Kids meal. However, at 10 years old when... I still have the same feeling about McDonald's sometimes. I don't. I, I do not me, have the same feeling. It's transitioned to being just late night vibes. Yeah. You know? Like you're out late, nothing else is open. Yeah. You pull up to McDonald's, you get a nice crisp Coke or Sprite, you get... You know, some sort of chicken. For me, I'm a McChicken person. Just give me a McChicken, I'm I'm fine. That's all I really need. Coke and a McChicken. I can survive a late night with that. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're just trying to get a little snack. Yeah. To, exactly. To survive. Exactly. To survive the night and exactly. Morning. But it really lost its luster to me just because. I live two minutes away from a McDonald's, so it's like, I could get McDonald's every fucking meal if I wanted to, because yeah. I'm an adult, and I have For $8 me, in my bank account that I can spend on what's McDonald's. Your, what's your go-to late night place? Oh. Or food. See, if you, it, could, it could be mm. you're at home, 
you're drunk and you're like, you know what? I'm going to make a double American cheese grilled cheese. That shit will hit, you know? What's your go-to late night, like, craving? You know I'll fuck up a sandwich in the middle of the night. You know I'll make me a PB&J. A PB&J always hits. When when I'm just like, okay, I've already had dinner. I just am just being a fat ass and need something to go to sleep to. Because if I'm hungry, I won't really be able to go to sleep. Yeah, your stomach just tells you. Yeah. Hmm. In the same way, here's too much information for the day. You know why I'm unable to go to sleep when I wake up at 9 o'clock? I need a shit when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. So whenever I wake up, I cannot go back to sleep. And part of that is, you know, my brain starts going, whatever, whatever. Yeah. It depends. I have to be able to turn over, like, just right and fall back asleep just quick enough. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm awake for a little while. That's what I have to do, too. I have to be... You have to be diligent. Don't Wait. let nothing wake you up. Like, throw that pillow over your head. Say, nah. Speaking of dreams, it's time for your all's favorite segment that is a little peek into the, suspicious the, dream cast. the, yeah. the madness of Louie's mind. You want to know what dream I had last night? Hmm. I met Barack Obama. Oh my god, tell me about Out, dream Barack. Outside of my apartment... Like, you just, 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 you just walked outside the crib randomly, there's Obama? So, this is exposing where I live a little bit, but he was at the ice cream joint yeah. that's right next door. That's now closed, so it's not like this is even... A relevant dream. That's probably a layer of the metaphor that yeah. we're all at a place that's closed. Yeah. But he's just chilling at the ice cream spot. And it's the type of thing where he, like, turns around all cinematic-like, <laughs> and it's like, Barack Obama, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. And when I tell you the feeling of being next to Obama, it was like being, like, next to Jesus or something, oh my bro. God. It, was, it was like fucking the Messiah in the flesh right in front of me. Like, it was, so, it was a crazy He feeling. hit you with that Barack charm. And I'm not even... You've heard me... Cap zero times on the show for Barack Obama. And there's a reason for that. Because all presidents are bad. All presidents are forced to kind of do bad things. Yeah. So I think the idolization of description is kind of fucked mm-hmm. to me. But in my dream, I was fucking hugging him. I was like, oh you God. know. We were having a conversation. He was the nicest person on the fucking world. He literally felt like benevolent. He felt benevolent like a fucking Jesus-like figure right in mm-hmm. front of me. And I was like, he walked away and other people were talking to him, obviously, because he was a Barack fucking Obama. And I asked somebody, like, what the fuck is Barack Obama doing at Dairy Castle? <laughs> I think it was like his campaign manager or something, but he was trying to explain, like, you know, it's kind of... uh urban environment that's popular that if he gets seen here that it's good for publicity whatever whatever and i was like okay bro and for some reason this is just a completely random tangent to a random dream Mm -mm. but i go up to the window and i'm with caroline and you know who's fucking uh (laughs) selling ice cream no if i gave you a thousand guests you would not get it. Damn. If I gave you a thousand and one guess, you probably wouldn't get it. Meghan Markle. 
was selling ice cream at the fucking dairy. Jesus camp. Christ. That is insane. What did you have before going to bed that night? Fucking crack? I don't know. What do you think that means? Can we start dissecting these? Because, like, I want to know what you think. What is it? Okay, you said meeting Obama felt like meeting Jesus. Yes. That sounds like a Louis just said what came to his mind sort of thought process. So I'll trust that that is truly how it felt in your dream. It is truly how it Maybe felt. Maybe Obama represents Jesus in some way. Or some sort of, like, religious ideation figure. Maybe he's just a stand-in for, like, office, like, political figures or powerful people. Maybe. Were you bu- so you were buying ice cream? Yes. From, from Meghan, Meghan Markle. Because she's a powerful person now, too. Because she's, yeah. you know, royalty and yeah. shit. And maybe that's supposed to be what it is, just the juxtaposition of my podunk area and mm-hmm. and these great world fake figures. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is, just, I don't know. Because I've been thinking about, like, what I'm going to do after college. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's the last semester of college. I kind of got to think of something. Mm-hmm. A plan. A plan. You want to hear something funny I saw on Twitter? Sure, yeah, I, I hear your opinion Twitter. That's actually good, because I need to do that. I literally saw something, I can't even remember what it is, it just, like, gave me the ick, basically, and I was like, nah, actually, thank you for reminding me to delete Twitter right now. So, Mike Ben here on Twitter said, how many people bare hands will it take to take down a gorilla? And, there are so many jokes we can make with that. Yeah. Let's but I want to I want to take this fucking seriously right now. In your opinion, I think it depends more on the on the person for sure. You know, because I feel like bare hands. I don't know if any person's hitting a gorilla hard enough to beat the shit out of it till it's till it's down. Like I don't know if if a fictitious fighter even like I don't think Rocky could. Solo, solo, uh, gorilla. No, I definitely don't think so either. Well, obviously, some fictional characters could. Yeah, take but on I mean, like, like one that's punch a man. That's could... a human, though. You know, I, I'm saying, like, even a legendary fighter is not taking down a fucking gorilla. So, so, so a silverback gorilla could run. Up to 25 miles per hour. Which Imagine that thing runs insane. up to you at that, 25 miles per hour and just like it just wallops you. Oh my god! But they can weigh up to 300 to 430 pounds. Yes. So imagine actually that makes me more confident. So here's what I'll say, because I think you're fucking spot on with what you're saying about the type of people. But maybe if, like, uh, a couple of boxers and martial artists... If you just took ten people within the vicinity of where you're at... So say it's the zoo. There'd be some some fucking pacifists like me in there. There'd be children, you know? Yeah, some... So... A random gorilla dropped at a random location (laughs) is just bodying, like... 20 fucking people. Alright? But if if you put a gorilla in 20. the ring... Yes. 20? I, I feel like it would just be so easy for a gorilla to just one punch. Maybe 
80% of the population. Here is my genuine answer, and I think you're going to disagree. Once they pull the guns, but we're saying barehanded. Barehanded. <laughs> so, everybody who gets close to the gorilla, here, no weapons. Here is my genuine answer. If it's a bunch of big motherfuckers like me, yeah. like if the gorilla got dropped at like the Gregoire family reunion. <laughs> Look up how tall a gorilla is. I think it would only take like... Seven or eight people. That I, I am saying confidently less than ten large, like, strong people. Cause, but the average person is not handling a gorilla. Because the average person would get walloped yes. by a gorilla. Body. And I'm not saying that seven people are going to go to fisticuffs against <laughs> a gorilla. See, but, but if, that's why I'm saying... If seven people jump on top of a gorilla, that gorilla is down on yeah. the ground. Yeah. It's only 400 pounds, which, fucking, that's twice the size of me. <laughs> right. But still, uh, a gorilla mm. is like 5'6 on all fours, which is still pretty fucking tall. Oh my god. Because they don't stand straight up. I want to see if I can find a video of a human fighting a gorilla. Oh my god. Just seeing gorilla versus grizzly bear. <laughs> now we're talking... That would just be so crazy. Imagine it's you trying to 1v1 a fucking gorilla. So, you don't think any person in the world could do it? You don't think, like, The Rock has a chance against the gorilla? <laughs> he might have a chance, but also there is the speed factor, you know? True. Like, surely the gorilla is faster than The Rock. Because usually stronger people are not as fast. You know, maybe the most perfectly, you know, we'll, we'll say like, uh, like a lot of comic book characters where they don't have superpowers, but they're at peak human condition, mm -hmm. which is a power because the majority of human beings that are they are not. fighting, yeah, all the goons, all the fucking jokers of the world, no powers also, probably there's no way that they're as yeah, fit not. as a billionaire who has spent yeah. years training. And that's like Bane. Yeah. Where, where he's just, he doesn't have any powers, he's just a beast, though. He does drugs, he does steroids, oh, basically, okay. like, fictional steroids, but basically steroids. Super steroids. Right. <laughs> How many... I don't even think a peak condition human, unless they have, like, combat training, you know? Because there are definitely some martial arts where it's like, you're gonna know, you're gonna be able to choke out a gorilla. So if you're quick enough and strong enough, you could choke out a gorilla. But nobody's out duking I'll, a gorilla. I'll tell you what, though. I think you could take a lot of jujitsu. You're jiu not going to knock a gorilla I, out with a punch. I think, no human beings doing I that. I think you could take a lot of jujitsu, but I think a lot of that probably applies to fighting humans. No, not I, fighting think, I think it gorillas. could apply to a fighting gorilla because it's built like a person, basically. But they would even It's got be... the same joints and shit, so they could do the same locks and subdue it. It's just large, so it could be difficult. Do you remember that? But they could they could definitely <laughs> choke out a gorilla. That's totally possible. Do you remember the episode of SpongeBob with the gorilla? <laughs> yeah. Don't they can like fucking tear SpongeBob in half? Now I gotta look that up. Can we get the clip? SpongeBob versus Gorilla. The fact that it's just a person in a gorilla costume. Yes! A real gorilla! <laughs> uh. 
SpongeBob was so butted. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's beating the shit out of Patrick and Sandy. God, what is happening? Who were his friends? We got a tissue, a chip, and a penny. His I, was talking about, I was talking about that the other day. I was saying that that was like me. I I just be just like you, talking to talking to my penny. I kind of just want to pull up the scene where he gets ripped in half. How many children would it take to take down a gorilla? Only you can save Spongebob. And I'm not talking about Louis-sized children. I'm talking about regular-ass children, not 5, 10, and 5th grade children. I mean, children. let's say, a, a, okay, what what grade is is uh, is the child that we're, we're talking about? 5th graders. 5th graders? 5th graders. Okay, alright. Solid class size is like, you know, 30, 30 kids. Uh. Do you think 30 children could take down a gorilla? I, <laughs> if Say there's a school, I would, and the gorilla gets dropped in the school, and it's like, I don't know, it's recess. How many kids does this gorilla just destroy? I would Google how much a uh, fifth grader weighs, but I feel like that would get me on some sort of watch list. I'm already on that watch list. <laughs> Max weight will will say hopefully a hundred and like fifteen pounds. So probably more like five fifty three pounds is the the other end of that spectrum. So can you imagine a fucking fifty three pound motherfucker? <laughs> I can fucking punt you like a football. <laughs> so surely a gorilla is just going to kill like without even trying. Just swings an arm dead. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. The gorilla is looking at me. <laughs> Long live Harambe. Okay, we're at 20 something minutes. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's music time. I have no idea what we're about to do for the second half of the show. I'm gonna. I'll take over. Kumba by Mop Mop. So, I know nothing about this artist. I've just recently stumbled upon them. But this album cover's sick. They're an Italian musician and producer. 
They have a band that's called the Mop Mop Combo. Mop Mop. Some of their success seems to be from being on a movie soundtrack, but they only have like 298,000 monthly listeners. What movie? Uh, it says To Roam With Love. It's a Woody Allen movie. Never Back seen it. Back in 2012. It. This album's from 2013. Um, I, can, I can hear that being in a movie. Yeah, I feel for like sure. that would be a good... Like just the sound? Uh Totally. Yeah. I don't know. I've been on a... I like the steel drums in there. Mm-hmm. Like, just that sound is so unique. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard, really. So I just appreciate that a lot. It's unique, for sure. What do you think about music like that? Like, that's just as as non, you know, that's just pure instrumental work. I need to get There's into... some funky sounds in there. I need to get into more stuff like that. Yeah. Because usually, if... There's nothing vocally, then it's hard for me to yeah. get into something, which I think that's how a lot of people are. Yeah, totally. And I do have some instrumental things in my library, yeah. so it's not like I just am not into that type of thing at all, but uh, stuff like that is really good for like when I'm writing. Yeah, totally. Because, because when I'm listening to music with lyrics... It kind of, you know, fucks my shit up. Mm -hmm. Harder to focus. Yeah. And it's true with anything, but especially when you're writing. Because when you're trying to come up with the words, and there are words in your ear already, then it can kind of make it harder. Sometimes the lyrical stuff inspires me to write, though. So that's kind of a weird dichotomy there. But I don't know. What's, What's the vibe for listening to that? Just... I listen to stuff like that when I'm, shit. yeah, like when I'm making coffee or cooking, it's it's a good vibe. Yeah, it's just like quiet. You know, I can uh, focus on what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, or if I'm driving, for sure. Sometimes I'm I'm trying to blast some lyrics and be loud, and sometimes I'm just trying to like I have I, something vibey. I can imagine like coming home from work or something like that. You just kind of yeah. you don't really want to. In the Turn morning, up, you want to kind of In the morning for me, it works because it's just good for like zoning out. I don't even think while I'm driving to work, there's just some zoning out music going. Sounds like a good way to teleport wreck to your work. Car. Teleport to work. I'm I'm the opposite because I need some energy in the morning. In the morning, I feel because otherwise I'm going to swerve my car into the median. Yeah, see that's why I shower every morning. If I hop in the shower, I'm awake. I'm as awake as I need to be. Look at this motherfucker. What you doing? Swimming around. What you doing? Floating. That's how that music makes me feel. Yeah. Like an axolotl floating around. Like an axolotl floating around. I think the steel drums I like because I like like Rasta stuff, you know. So it definitely felt like that sort of vibe. Mm -hmm. And then they added in the the funky, uh, is it trombone that I'm hearing in there? Or sax, funky sax. On I don't know what instrument it is. I'm not even sure. I think it's a sax, but I don't know. There's there's something because I find that the brass instruments are really interesting to me, um, and good percussion always gets my attention as well. For sure. So there's a solid beat that you can just kind of like bob to while you do shit. I feel like brass is underutilized in totally. music. Totally. I feel like when you hear brass, it's usually something old, and if it's not something old, it's like 
kind of an epic sounding trap beat with like trumpets yeah. and horns and stuff in it and yeah. then it's fake horns and it doesn't even really sound like the actual instrument it's, it's synthesized effects yeah I'd like to hear more stuff like that but I think I don't know why it's not used more I think it's because it's so strong so when you're doing lyrics and you know yeah it takes over it can, a little bit it can be a little disorienting but that's why I think it's good for the pauses you know for sure have have a brass section as your uh, chorus almost uh, in between the main lyrics and then when it's your you know whatever you're trying to focus on lyrically turn it down a little more beat so I saw a video the other day <gasps> talking about how we've basically grown uh, neural cells in a petri dish off of like human stem cells so, so like, we have human brain cells in a jar in some lab right now damn isn't that crazy so is it just like is it like a dormant brain so it's like a thinky brain oh they no have, they have tested it and determined that the brain waves are similar to those of a fetus in embryo damn so it's sort of aware. And they have hooked it up to play Pong. And basically, in running these tests, they determined that if it is given, like, stimulus to know that it has won the game, it gets better at the game. And it gets better at the game better than current AI models. Oh, fuck. So we have a brain in a jar that is sort of aware. Eh. Houston, we have a problem. It could be, you know, aware that it's a brain in a jar. Now I'm waiting for you to say it. It could be growing. Now I'm waiting for you to say it. Because I know you want to say it. The crazy part for me is that it implies that we could, like, move in a direction where technology is, like, biology-based. So if we had brain, like, computer chips. You're really not going to take credit right here? What? I'll give you your flowers since you want to act humble. I know you're not actually humble, but you're acting humble. So that means I have to say that you called this shit. You spoke this into existence talking about how that would be the next logical step for this shit. What, when they were growing? With AI, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's what you were saying, that that would be... I don't really remember that. That would be the next... That biotechnology? Yeah. You said that, and I was kind of like, yeah, I don't really think technology's yeah. there yet. Technology's you know, te- there. The, the brain's so complicated, I mean, it's hard to replicate. And yeah, so they just, look they didn't replicate it, they just grew one. They just said, all right, what if we manipulated these stem cells that could turn into any human cell, and, and decided to make a little brain in a jar? And then what if we made that brain in the jar play video games? And then it learned how to play video games. It sounds like the fucking sky's the limit with that sort of thing. Right? Because you just train it to be good at whatever yeah, you want it to anything. be programmed to do. So. As long as you let it know that it's yeah. it's winning, apparently. Because that's they, what they said. They basically said that they first tested it to play Pong, and then once they gave it stimuli to let it know that it had won, it got better. So. It got better quickly. So think about this. If. It's learning Pong better. What reason why it would not be able to learn Brick Breaker? 
right or anything else. Wouldn't the logical progression be that I you could just keep making it get better? Tetris because Tetris is complicated, you know. Yeah, I'm not even fucking good at Tetris. Right. So if if is that artificial intelligence at that point? It's fucked up because it's like it's artificial for sure, but it's based off of a human brain. Mm-hmm. So it's like how artificial is it? And if it could. And real if they, human brain. If they continue to grow it, you know, like if they were able to grow different lobes of the brain and piece together a brain, they could have like a full brain operating some computer system. You know? That's truly disturbed. That is incredibly, that is the most man-made horrors beyond my comprehension I've ever heard as of late. So- why isn't all the money pouring into that now then? Because if if it could be better than AI, then what's the point of putting more money into AI? I think it's the same as like electric cars. Where people just like want that. it to work. Basically. And it's so early it's stage. Future-y. You know, it's it's so early stage on like the brain growth testing shit. Like they're just now kind of learning what it's capable of. We Still need- testing it. We need somebody to send a Terminator back in time and fix that shit before yeah, it gets out of hand. Facts. Because that sounds exactly like something that could get out of hand. My concern with that would be if you put that's the that brain, That's the can I, should I sort of yeah. shit. If you put that brain into a robot body and it's like a child basically. Yeah. A smart child, but a child with no life experience, understanding yeah. how to... Uh, control their emotions. Yeah, but they could have emotions. in a robot body, they could actually do shit as opposed to a little kid body that couldn't even take down a gorilla. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's just a recipe for fucking disaster. How many robot children does it take to take down a gorilla? <laughs> One, apparently. Probably. I I'd say so. Indestructible robot child. That's more lives than a gorilla for sure. Make it happen, you more hit points. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, but I, I wanted to talk about that because that is just, like, some crazy shit. Some, like, we live on the cusp of the future. I want that in, like, a Neuralink. I'd get a Neuralink, as long as it wasn't made by Elon. If, if some other company came out with that, I'd be like, alright, I'm on board. I don't trust it. I would basically, my big issue with that is be, the idea of being, like, on a server that belongs to a company, you know? Yeah. So if you could basically take the device but set up your own system so you could basically have it encoded and hooked up to like your computer and shit like that instead of just being on a company owned but a computer is nothing without you know like google yeah and we already know what they do now which is sell your information sell so they would just track all your brainwave activity and sell that shit that with your fucking brain now not just what yeah. you click on. But, yeah. Fucking, I think, I think AI has gotten to the point where it's all, all bark and no bite, really, at this point. Yeah. I think uh, our fears about it have not really been realized, because I keep up with stocks because it's a part of my classes and you yeah know, i'm in finance whatever whatever and every tech company's trying to do ai 
talk mm-hmm. about AI because or it's a button thing and yeah. it creates value for them. But a lot of what everyone's doing, they're just doing chat GPT things for like customer service, which is yeah. fucking nothing. It's so really. Dumb. It basically means you call what used to be just a answering machine robot, and now it'll be some slightly person. better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's incredibly dumb. I fully agree. What's something to disagree about? We don't really disagree on a lot of stuff, so... Uh, we find it when we find it, though. What are you looking at? Hot button issues. <laughs> oh, Louie and his hot button issues. Keeps giving me the definition of hot button issues. <laughs> I know what a hot button issue is, that's why I'm... Googling. How do you feel about the 2003 invasion of Iraq? A waste of our time. Fuck you, it was the most important thing most that we've important ever thing done. Ever. If we didn't do that, we wouldn't have oil to power our cars and we would just be walking anywhere. Oh no. We wouldn't have the podcast if we didn't invade Iraq in 2000. Actually, Kentucky runs on coal. Alright. My car doesn't run on coal. <laughs> Does it, Preston? Your car could run on something else, Louie. Okay, I've been swayed. Which runs on coal. How do you feel about the African National Congress? Actually, how do you feel about electric cars? How do you feel about electric cars? Okay, if, if that'll get you to talk. I think that they're actually really fucking dumb. Okay. I think that they're, they're impractical. I think a lot of people like to ignore that cobalt mining is some of the most destructive mining mm-hmm. that we, like, utilize. Yeah. Uh, just the method. And it's easy to ignore because it takes place in remote places places. that don't affect us. Uh, Um, And also, like, those batteries don't, we can't, we don't recycle them well. And a lot of the times, if you're charging your electric car, you're relying on coal or natural gas. You're still using fossil fuels even if you're trying not to use fossil fuels. And there's, I think the big reason a lot of companies push in that direction is that they can basically redo every car they've ever made, ever, and just make it electric, mm. and they'll make more money off of all the rich people who will be able to afford them so they can just jump up the price. Yeah. And I think that if I, if I was, like, coming up with an alternative fuel source for a car, I'd probably want, like, biodiesel or hydrogen fuel cell shit, which is crazy sci-fi. It's it's real, but it's it's just, it's kind of, like, super sciencey and it's not as easy as just let's put a battery in something yeah right but i think it'd be better because basically you just would replace the fuel that's at current gas stations you wouldn't have to build electric vehicle charging stations mm-hmm. you would just redo all the gas stations for biodiesel mm-hmm. or for hydrogen fuel technology so i agree with a lot of that here's where i do disagree i think the fact that we're bad at recycling, it doesn't mean that we should just throw our hands up and be like, okay, fuck it then. Let's just, electric cars. Let's just drive our shitty cars that we already have. Yeah. I think uh, I do China, think that's part of it, though. China is a lot better than us at mm-hmm. recycling the shit. So, if... They also if have we can, cars, though. That's true. But... There is a there is a potential world where if we put enough money into like infrastructure and yeah. shit with it, that we'd be able to make it. 
I think I'd have less of a problem with electric cars if our regular energy grid was clean, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. if it wasn't being charged by <laughs> natural gas or And that's why it's a little bit coal. of an oxymoron that yeah. it's like that. If we had clean energy, it would be I'd be cool with electric cars, but... But, but that's why... As long as they were made to run for a long time, you know? That, yeah. I feel like they also have planned obsolescence like most modern mm-hmm. technology. So I think that if if they could make an electric car that runs for, like, over 20 years, you know, no battery corroding, shit like that, just, you know, regular maintenance, and that shit runs forever, that's awesome. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that would be awesome. On a clean energy system. But I think currently there are just better ways to approach it. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's, like, the end-all, be-all solution. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just don't really care about the issues they act like they care about. So yeah. they're just like, yeah, electric cars, that'll solve it. Anything, mm-hmm. everything. It's the same with recycling and shit like that. Or I think that you kind of got to have a personal approach to problems. How do you feel about recycling? It's not very effective. It's not. And I hate that it's pushed on the general public instead of large corporations. You know? Because there's, no, there's nothing that a single person is really doing to affect the climate. Yeah. You know, maybe don't buy a big gas-guzzling diesel-ass truck. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you got to get to work, you know, just like everybody else. Your your car is a one f- fraction of the problem, you know. Here's a few fun facts for you guys. So, a few years ago, it used to be called global warming, and now it's climate change. Yeah. Do you know why it changed? Because it affects the climate and not just the temperature. You know who changed it? People. <laughs> who changed what? Uh, the climate? The name. Who changed the name? Uh, I'm savoring this moment that I know a fun fact that Preston does. Yeah. The, the Bush administration changed it. Oh, that's it, so good. And, and he changed it because they thought that Climate not, change sounds less severe and It bad does sound less scary. Than the warming of the globe, which is what it is. Yeah. Because it's like, well, if it could it could not affect my climate. Yeah. You know? I yeah. live in the north. It still snows. <laughs> climate changes. Who cares? Yeah. Climate come, climate go. <laughs> climate go. Yeah. Versus global warming where you're like, damn, it's just getting hotter everywhere? Shit. Even though it's like... Hasn't every year for the past several years been the hottest year on record? Mm-hmm. Right. Ever. How many people do you think it would take to take down a polar bear? I, I'm going to safely say, like, under 10 again. If we're saying, like, I think well-built adult males I versus think polar bear only. A polar bear could fuck you up more than yes. a gorilla could fuck you up. They're massive, and they have knives on their fingers, you know? But... I still think there's a... A polar bear... A fucking... I mean, it can run so fast compared to a human. This this type of polar bear that I'm looking at can be up to 990 pounds. Jesus Christ. How tall? I think they're they're in like the 8 footer range. Yep, up to 8 feet. That's why I don't fuck with like sea creatures and shit. Because they're just... All sharks are massive. Yeah. You know? And animals that are larger than me scare me. I feel like it might take, like, 30 built individuals to take down a polar bear. Because a polar bear has One claws, too. One polar bear, though. 
A polar bear has yeah, claws, too. It could gut you from fucking eyeball to taint in two seconds, and it wouldn't, you wouldn't be able but to do anything about it. And they have the teeth, you know, and the muscle and whatever. And I'm sure it's not feeling a hit from the average person like that. Yeah. But I think if you got somebody in front of it and it's distracted, a couple people behind a polar bear can take it down to the ground. And then it's one of those animals where it's like the same if you're fighting a shark where you go for the weak spots. So you get the nose, you get the eyes, shit like that. Shit, even if you get it by the arms, it I was about to say, it can bite your pe- head off. How many people per... So say there's one person like on top of it pressing its like snout down to try to stop it from biting. How many people per arm and on its back to pin a polar bear? It's gotta be at least... I'd say it'd be more in, like, the 10 range. See, I was saying even if it's more than a person per arm and leg, that's still, and then a person to hold its mouth shut, we're looking at, like, nine people. And polar bears also move at 25 miles per hour. So I thought they'd be faster. So you got to imagine they're bigger, too. Yeah. So that means that they're at least a little bit stronger than a group. Oh, I'm sure they're stronger than a gorilla. Gorilla ain't never met nothing. How many gorillas would it take to take down a polar bear? I don't know if one gorilla could do it, so I I feel like at least two. Two or three. Yeah. Two or three gorillas could take take on a polar bear. I hope there are no gorillas listening to this podcast right now. They're probably like, fuck you. Fuck you, polar bear superiors. We hate gorillas on this show, apparently. Uh, Chinese guns, that's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Have you seen this? A new soundproof microphone muffles the voices of people who talk loud in public. So you're on the phone with someone, and you wear that in public so that nobody hears your conversation. It's like a cyberpunk gimp mask, like... (laughs) So is that the benefit of that, that people would be able to hear your conversation? Yeah. Because I was about to say, why would you want to do that? That's a terrible design. motherfucker, you don't usually care. This is the... I found it. Let's see. Can you imagine walking around with that shit on? No. Actually. That is a pet peeve of mine. Just people walking around talking loud as fuck on their phone. There's no way. That's actually terrifying. Basically, there's science now showing that some forms of cancer are transmissible. Oh, fuck. Isn't that insane? I don't like that at all. This account's crazy. Like, I feel like everybody should follow them. It says Beer Bait, Bear Bait official on Instagram. Beer Bait. Beer Bait. I'm Beer Bait. (sighs) Beer always gets me. All right, should we wrap it? Sure. What are we at? Solid episode. Solid length. Length doesn't matter. Length. <laughs> Is that what we're going to argue about? Yeah. It's the motion in the ocean. It's the, the motion of the ocean. It's the content of your character. God damn it. <laughs> Length doesn't matter. Girth doesn't matter. It's the content of your character. Yeah, it's how funny I am. It doesn't matter that I have a tiny peen. <laughs> that's, what, that's the closing remarks for this episode for sure. <laughs>
It's just the motion of the ocean. All right, everybody, that's this week's episode. We'll be back next Thursday, every Thursday, at Highly Suspicious Everywhere. Uh, deuces. Stay gold.